When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome. It is Talking Trots WA with Morts and Michael Radley and it's Friday, which means two things. Gloucester Park tonight and Talking Trots WA and uh, a big week last week with the uh, New Year's Eve meeting and uh, including the Group 1 Trotters Cup and uh, it ended a, a what was a tumultuous year for, for the world and uh, it's just great that um, racing got through and uh, we're able to continue racing here in WA and we finished the, the year on a, a, a bit of a high with a big crowd at Gloucester Park and one of the sponsors, the main sponsor of the night is uh, Retrovision and Glenn Mortimer from Retrovision, as always, is here with me. How are you, Morts? Good morning, Rads. It was a big night last Thursday night at Gloucester Park. Um, Retrovision New Year's Eve. It was great to see so many people, so many families coming along, enjoying a great night, threw up some great price winners. Started off with uh, Chris Lewis and a $126 <laughs> winner with Power Play. Very interesting race. Uh, and some other bigger price winners yeah. throughout the night. Um, through, the, through the week, great win in uh, the four-year-old Pinjarra Classic by Howard Hughes. Yep. Patrona star, not very disgraced good. at all. Was it was a, an excellent run. So we're looking forward to the Retrovision Golden Nugget yep. coming up. That's going to be a great clash. Uh, Northern, four winners for Mickey G, which was uh, a great effort as well. So some really good highlights. But the one highlight of the show, the, <laughs> the reason people listen in is for three in 30 with Rads. Uh, nice and easy today, Rads. Uh, whip or no whip? Um, no, no. I think we need one out there just to, to, for, for safety reasons. Um, but it, it's, it's getting less and less perceivable anyway. So I, I don't think there's a there's an issue at the moment with the way that um, other drivers are carrying whips. It's not like the old days. No. Anyway. Yeah, agree. Agreed. Uh, would smaller fields in shorter races detract from turnover? Um, depends what you mean. Smaller fields from nine, nine and ten. Uh, over, uh, you're talking Gloucester Park? Yeah, Gloucester Park. 9 and 10 over a short course wouldn't. There's not much difference between 10, 9, 10, 11, 12. So mm-hmm. probably, probably 9 or 10 is the, the optimal, I reckon, over the short course, which okay. we had before. It's gone back up to 12. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd just like yeah. to see. Yeah. Just yeah. Give, yeah, you, uh, get more, some... you get more of a chance if there's two less in the race. Yeah, agree. Agree. And preferential draw or random barrier draw? It depends what it is. I think we're in a mix of both. You can't just go one or the other. There's, there's, that, just, that just doesn't work because um, it, it does work in some occasions, mm-hmm. but then other occasions where you've got the best two horses and one's clearly better than the other, it's got to beat it every day of the week if they're drawn next to each other. Yep. So I, I think we need a mix. Yep. Okay. Very good. Simple. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, Rats. That was, that, that was very easy today. Um, big show coming up. We've got a deep dive into a few races with our man Scott Bomber-Hill. Uh, Andy Gaff's on the show later on. 
with uh, Pacifico Dream winning the, the size stakes and having a good run. He's got a couple of trotters uh, and horses going around over the weekend. But uh, tell you what, I've got a big guest, uh, the state's leading driver from sure last do. year. And uh, he certainly had a big 2020. And uh, as we, before we introduce Chris Folk, let's uh, go back uh, last week to uh, the final meeting of 2020. And That's Perfect was very good. Then try Real Brigade. Extradite trying to work home with Sergeant Oates. And further back, Maxim of the Man who's trying to get to the outside as they corner. That's perfect. Race right away from them, though. It's shot clear from Sergeant Oates. Extradite. Now Maxim of the Man is late on the scene from try Real Brigade, but doing it very easily over the final stages. That's perfect. Is going to win from Sergeant Oates and Extradite third from Roll With Me. Yeah, it's a pretty good family, <laughs> and they're, they're racing well. And uh, it was a big 2020 for Chris Folk, and it's a very big pleasure to introduce Chris into the show. And, uh, Chris, first of all, congratulations on, on 2020 and your first premiership win in the state premiership for WA. Yeah, thanks, Mick, and um, g'day, Mort. Thanks for having us on the show. Uh, it, it must have been you, – you, you've been chasing a premiership for a while, and, and you finally got one in, in 2020. You must be really proud of, of the efforts, and, and it was a great season for you. Uh, no doubt. I'm very, very proud to um, achieve um, the feat. It's not easy. A lot of great drivers in the past have been able to do it. It's probably an achievement I thought um, only until recent years may have been achievable. Um, prior to that, it, it always seemed um, – a little, a little far out of reach for me, but um, yeah, stars have aligned and we got one. Yeah, we yeah, you had a great season. You you won, and you, it was a clear winner as well. A um, hundred, uh, two hundred and sixty-four wins, um, one hundred ninety-six seconds, and two hundred six thirds for two point five million in prize money. And you were twelve in front of, of Ryan Warwick and, and another a couple in front of Gary Hall Jr. and and Chris Lewis was was back and forth. But uh, it, it certainly was a big year. And you do travel a lot. You you don't miss too many meetings, Chris. You you go to Albany. You you go to you go to all these meetings. And you don't you don't have too many days off. It seems. No, that's right, Mick. I I I did travel far and wide this year, and and have done for most years. But um, inevitably, that really um, provided me with with the opportunity to win the, win the title. Um, having so many drives, you get plenty of chances to drive winners. And although it was, it was hard work, it's, um, you know, definitely it was light at the end of the tunnel and, uh, yeah, paid off. Well, it's certainly no surprise, Vokey. I, I mean, you started back in 2009, and I think for nine years in a row, you drove over 100 winners every season. So this didn't come out of the blue, like you say. A lot of hard work and, uh, yeah, congratulations. So... Must be very proud, but it all started back uh, back in two thousand and nine. Um, and we were always destined to be in harness racing. Um, well, mum and dad have had a couple of horses, and you know, on a hobby level for for my whole life. But um, certainly wasn't a career choice that I thought I was going to be able to to be successful in, or nor really wanted to, because it it always seemed so hard. But um, you know, I, I went in went to uni for a couple of years didn't feel like that was you know for me and and then went and got an electrical trade and um yeah sort of fell into horse racing and driving but you know I had been driving since 2009 and the first three to four years were very very tough um you know I really really had no idea about about um you know the skill of driving or anything like that and over the years um you know even when when I had my concession claim I was probably not even in the top four four junior drivers when I was coming through and then to you know progress and 
improve the skill and, and uh, end up establishing myself to where we have. Uh, it's been a remarkable journey and yeah, one that sort of, like I said, the stars aligned and, and kept working hard. Um, and yeah, here we are. But you had to pester somebody along the way at the start to um, to make sure you got. Uh, can you tell us a bit, just a little bit, a bit about that? And obviously, it was it was a, your persistence paid off because you aligned with a, a very good stable. So, can you share a bit about that? Yeah, well, that was um, Ross Oliveira you're alluding to in that that story. Um, obviously, I felt he, he was a good suit for me. I actually did contact Gary Hall Senior first to see if I could track work there and he, he said he could not offer me an opportunity so it was um, you know I really persisted with Ross it's funny when your back's against the wall how much you can achieve and um, you know I didn't take no for an answer with him and um, he's been instrumental in helping me develop um, my skill in driving and, and providing me with a number of good horses to learn on over the years and um, yeah just don't take no for an answer if you um, no one's going to give you an opportunity you must create it and that you certainly did, Vokey, and it's uh, really worked out well for you. And one of your one of your favourite vic- victories that I saw was on a, a horse by the name of Shamrock Tango in the, um, which I think your dad had something to do with. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, mum and mum and dad trained him. He was they leased him. Um, he was just a cheap purchase. Norm Champion bought from, I think um, Queensland for two or three grand. And um, he was reasonably just a fair horse. And um, Dad leased him to race out in the country out at Calabar. And he had a couple of starts out there and was fair. And then for whatever reason, he said, I think this horse is better than than, we, than, than you think. And, and he said, I'm going to nominate him for the San Simeon um, series, that, which is the MO series at Gloucester Park with 50,000. And uh, yeah. I said, Jesus Christ, this horse won't <laughs> keep up. You know, <laughs> It'll be embarrassing. <laughs> so long story short, he ended up getting a start in the race and sat three or four of the pegs and, and run fourth. And bugger me dead, he qualified for the final. So um, gets in the final, draws about seven, and Dad says to me, look, I want you to drive this horse with some positivity. Don't just bury him on the pegs. I think he's a lot tougher than, than you're giving him credit for. And I said, gee, I was only second year into my concession claim or third year into my concession claim. And he said, look, get get going three deep at the 1,000, 1,200 and give me a chance, he'll stay for you. And I'm thinking, Christ almighty, you know, like we're the roughest horse <laughs> in the race. So I'd trusted him and, and uh, he got cover into the race and whatever and I popped four deep at the 250 and, yeah, he just screw wings. And when they come at him the last 50, he was holding him easy. And uh, it was a remarkable story to go from a, a maiden or C1 Calabaran horse a month prior to going and beating the best MOs in the state and, and, and winning the race legitimately, not with a lucky run. So very good story. And it was my first group race I'd ever won, so it was very good. That was mum and dad's horse. Yeah, so uh, dad was right. Get him out there three wide uh, from the 1,000 and... Uh, <laughs> It, it, it has been a it, it's been a trait of yours, Chris, as a driver. You're you're, you're a pretty positive driver and and like a, aggressive driver. That's it, it, that's is that the way that you you consider yourself as a driver? Yeah, well, I'd I'd rather I don't like die I don't like to die wondering if you can. It's it goes back. It's sort of I'd rather trust my ability to lift one the last hundred and fifty when it's off its feet than than to rely on luck. Um, but sort of funny story but I drove a horse years ago for Ross called Lombo Air Express when I was starting to starting to to drive and whatever and he said to me look you can't use this horse early all this rubbish and he said look you know just drive it soft till the 400 so I got into the good spot one out one back and then the three wide train came at the 600 covered me up and I got held up and run third 
Ross comes in and says to me, for Christ's sake, Bokey, he said, look, so why didn't you pop it out at the 700? And I said, well, you told me not to make a move before the four. And he goes, well, if I wanted you to do exactly what I would said, I'd been out there driving it myself. So I'm going to tell you something very, 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 very vital as far as driving goes. You, as a driver, you can do your job the best you can, but at some point you've got to pull the horse out and make them do theirs. So that's something that's stuck true with me, and I prefer to pull them out and let them do their job. Yeah, well, actually, I, I, that reminds me of the story. That's why I drive positive. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's good. I, I remember um, when Team Teacher came over, he was on one of Linda Hamilton's, and he came out of the bell, and it, it had a 200-metre sprint, and Linda went white, and I think it got beat a neck. <laughs> because I think Tim's that was, in the um, Yeah, I remember that race. That was at yeah. Pinjarra. Um, yeah, I think. Sprint horse. I yeah, drove it before, and yeah, it was I, a weak sprint horse. Yeah, and I, I think it's the same thing. I think uh, that, that's the way. Um, now, tonight, you've got a few good drives. Interesting runner is Forgotten Highway, who's now in with you and Ross Oliveri. Um, what, do you, what, what have you made of Forgotten Highway since he's entered the stable? Um, yeah, I, think he's, I think he's improved more so in his shoeing and, and stuff like that. He's a bit ill-gated, or when I say ill-gated, confirmation and stuff. And he's pacing very good at the moment, I think. Um, I think he'll be a run short. Ross thinks he's on the money. Um it is the right field for him, though. I think if he was 100%, he could probably breeze and win. But just not knowing 100% where he's at, I'm, I'm going the conservative option and say place first and win second. But it yeah. wouldn't surprise me to see him win. Um, but, yeah, one to follow. One definitely to follow. I think he'll, he'll be an improver. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, how, how good has That's Perfect been since he's been in the state? He's, he's the brother to... Um, um, the, the cup runner, um, but he's he's been sensational, and it was a really good win last week. Yeah, he's um, you know his first two runs over the twenty five hundred. I when I, I drove him first up, Chris Lewis drove him second up. I thought first up he had his chance, and he didn't really find the line that great, but put it down to fitness and whatever. And then um, Chris drove him, and he ran. Um, second and again I thought he should have probably won that with it even though it was a good run he, he just didn't find the line so Ross elected to put the pull downs on him and then I drove him in that feature race where he ran fifth and yeah, he was a different horse and obviously with the pull downs again last run he was uh, a lot better and found the line so he could develop into being a, a Pinjarra Cup horse come March um, obviously I think I don't think he's as good as Perfect Major I think Perfect Major's got the more upside to him because he's lightly raced he's younger um, and I think he feels a bit more genuine, in my opinion. Um, but another horse Ross has got through um, that band of owners is um, Major Times. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he looks to be a, a, a real good, strong-looking horse. Um, his work at home was, was very well, so he's another one that potentially could um, make, a, make a good field in the future as well. So exciting times. Yeah. And just before we let you go... Um... You had a great association with Volt and Tin, and, and you had to make the decision this this season to go with with Ross's horse um, in in the cups. But you you must have when, when Volt and Tin, you mu- you must have been happy for for the team of Volt and Tin to win the cup this year. Absolutely, mate. I, no one was more proud, and um, you know I'd, I'd I'd tipped into guys in in pacing cups and and uh, Fremantle cups the three years prior. On the on the pre post, you got to have something each way. To all my mates on this horse, I said he's he's the type of horse that could win it with the right trip, and he was huge odds. And well, bugging me, Dad, the one year I didn't tip him to him because <laughs> I wasn't driving, he came out and won. So I mean, yeah, yeah. four yeah. times the charm. But yeah, excellent. What a story. 
You know, he's yeah, an old warrior, and uh, he deserved a good race, and he got one. Yeah, well, you're, you're a big part of the story as well, Chris. So, um, mate, uh, well done. Mate, congratulations, as I said, on the on the premiership for uh, last season. Good luck for this season, and uh, hopefully you start the Metro uh, season off uh, well tonight. Yeah, fingers crossed. Thanks very much, guys. And if punters are out there, I think you can finish. The, I think I can win the last with Rock Me, Rock Me Over. He's only a, he'll only be short, but maybe a good um, anchor for your multis. No. Well, I keep on telling everyone I like back in the last winner, Chris. So Thank you, you very can, much. You go home with money in your pocket. <laughs> Voke, in, Voke in the last, yeah, well, champagne right. in the glass. Yeah, well, there we go. You, you might become the new Willie Pike. <laughs> good on you, mate. Thanks, Voke. Well, I wish I had his bank account. Yes, yeah, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> I'll take 10%. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, thanks. Chris Voke there. and See us. Good on you, mate. Uh, Mortz, um, he's, he's driving at the top of his game and uh, a world of the premiership. He travels everywhere and, and uh, yeah, he's got the just rewards with that premiership. What I like about Vokey is, is he is very positive. Uh, he gets involved, you know, in Twitter oh, and, he's, very and he's, uh, he does everything he can to try and promote the sport. Yeah. And that's what we need more of. Yeah. And he's a good bloke. So, yeah, great to have him on the, the show this morning and a couple of good stories there. And Winner in the last. Yep, that's why we like to finish it. And uh, Chris was brought to you by Loans123, who's uh, car loans, debt consolidation, any personal finance. Who do you see? The Nude Nut. And if the Nude Nut can't sort your ads, well... Yeah, yeah there's, there's no hope. So go to loans123.com.au, contact Stevie Sell, the Nude Nut, and uh, he'll, um, he'll look after you there at Loans123. All right, we've got to the break. It was uh, uh, the Group 1 Trotters Cup on Friday night, and... Uh, Princess Miller, Gary Hall Jr. put it in the perfect position uh, from the stand start and uh, it was going to win a long way from home. As we go to the break, here's Princess Miller winning the uh, Group 1 Trotters Cup for Gary Hall Jr. and Sr. Sunny's Jestic still clear, but Princess Miller's closing in. Tontine at Big Odds moved up on the outside, and then Life's Delight further back. My Medina Hall goes for Princess Miller now, and she comes hard after the leader around the turn. Sunny's Jestic and Princess Miller, then Tontine, Life's Delight. Sunny's Jestic the inside. Princess Miller, she's driving hard the outside. Sunny's Jestic just in front. Princess Miller going to Sunny Littlejestic. Sunny's Jestic, Princess Miller, and Hall's done it again. He's won the Trotters Cup you're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Galactic Star comes back hard. Bletchley Park trying to close in as they corner around the bend. Galactic Star in a 28 third quarter just in front. Volt and Tin keeps coming. Galactic Star's got the lead. Volt and Tin, he's trying hard, but Galactic Star's in front. He had the better run. He's in front of Volt and Tin and Bletchley Park. Galactic Star clinging on. And the Bonds have done it with Colin Brown in the car. Galactic Star has won. Yeah, Galactic Star winning for the Bonds. And as uh, Richie said, Colin, Colin Brown, because Ryan Warwick was in quarantine yes, after coming back from Melbourne. He had to self-quarantine, but uh, a couple of winners there for uh, the team Bond. But uh, Galactic Star for our man, Scott Bomber-Hill, as we say hello to Bomber. He was one of uh, two of our winners last week, and uh, once he found the front, he was always going to be hard to beat, wasn't he? Yeah, very, very hard horse to get around in front. He can he can just carve out sectionals. I mean, those, a lot of those free-for-alls are very similar when you land in front with his ability, but, yeah, very, very hard to get around. Yeah. It was a good. Uh, it was a good night, Bomber. We had two out of four, and 
Might have been a little bit stiff in uh, in the first there with um, with El Daytona, but anyway, we got a couple for the night, which was good. All right. Just before we get into uh, to Bombers tips, it's brought to you by Retrovision. RAC members receive an additional five percent every day. How's the uh, the post Christmas uh, sales been? All right, uh, we get to, uh, as we normally do, look at four races and the first one uh, tonight. But um, just repeating to everyone, there is the uh, heat policy in place tonight because it's uh, it's going to be 39 degrees here today in Perth. Uh, hopefully by the time we get to the first race at 5.40, it's cooling down a little bit, but it's still probably going to be in the high 30s um, for the start of the night. But that heat policy, so uh, runners could scratch uh, without penalty before 8.30. And we've got a couple of those, um, uh, couple of those as we go through. Um, the meeting, but the first race we're going to look at is uh, race number two, the Westside Autos Wholesalers. Good luck to uh, Bob Fowler and the team at Westside Autos, great sponsors of Gloucester Park. Uh, it's over 21, 30 metres, and Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. We've got to have a look at the markets there. And number one is Jack William, being supported $2 into one seventy five. This also might be with a few of the scratchings of um, uh, seven and eight down the bottom. But uh, as we look at the, the market, Jack William at one seventy five, Rock and Roll would be at 14, uh, Brookies Jet at 81. Uh, forgotten, forgotten Highway is at 4.60, uh, as we just spoke to Chris Voke about it. He thinks it might just be a runaway, although Ross Oliveri uh, thinks it's on the money. Better be Oscar at $8. We've got Always RJ at $20. You can scratch 7 and 8. Number 9, Tours of Night at 34. And Mr Kiwi, the only runner off the back line, is at 4.80. Bomber, race number two. How'd you see it? Yeah, it went for a bit of value in this run. Uh, thought Better Be Oscar would progress to the breeze, and he only has to repeat his performance from a couple of starts back when he was super competitive, sitting outside Jack William. Uh, two starts back, he worked early in an electric lead time, and uh, and he was only beaten eight metres there. I think he, you forget he went around last time when they dashed home in 55. It's not his go over the longer trip, but uh, I think he can sit in the breeze tonight and, and probably out-sprint them over the last 600. Yeah, it doesn't look to be uh, a great deal of pressure that's going to come to it, so could be able to control it uh, out there in the breeze, and the favourite is very short. So good good value bet, uh, eight to one, better be Oscar. So what's the play here in race two, number five? Yeah, one unit bet to start us off at that eight dollar mark. Just to ease our way into the card yeah. with a one unit bet in race number two <laughs> for better be Oscar, that's good. But we're about to crank it up, though. This is race number three, the Cowden... <laughs> The insurance brokers over the 21.30 metres as well. And as we have a look at the Tab Touch market, we've got the last drop, $2 into one eighty-five. Uh, Blackjack Zach, 9 into eight fifty. McElhaney at $10. You can scratch number four, Destined to Rule. Number five is Ideal Investment at $23. Uh, Allwoods Rock and Roll, 71 Rebchenko at $51. Quick Stride at 17 And Power and Grace outside the front line at four sixty. Only runner off the back line is Balin Jet. And the last drop here, um, Bomber, has been supported. Even money into 185. Yeah, not at all surprised by the uh, support here. He's the leader. Uh, career best form and an amazing record in front. He's had 10 starts in front, won six with three placings as well. Uh, went really, really good last week. I thought he probably would have won with a gap there as well. Uh, not a huge amount of pressure coming. Uh, no real known breeze horse here and... Uh, He's got plenty of petrol left in the tank for a kick home here. He can get home in 56. And uh, as we know, leaders around this track that can get home anywhere near that 56 over the middle trip is pretty hard to get around. Yeah, the, uh, in the last word, supplied to us by our very good friends at um, Tab Radio, uh, Shannon Savelko on the last drop. 
said he's found his race will lead and go very close. And you agree with him, Bomber? So what's our staking plan for race three, number one? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rev it up here. He's a four unit bet. I'm really really keen. I can't see him and just think he rips home too quick. Four units, love four units. Yeah, that's this only, is that's, only one off five, which is good. Yeah, we're just crank, cranking it up into race number three. Yeah, right there we go. A big four unit bet for Bomber uh, in race number three. All right, as we get to the break, Brecken Sky was uh, caused a boil over last week and. Uh, he goes up in class tonight. He's uh, he goes up against the Village Kids Sprint, um, where he takes on Galactic Star, Bletchley Park. Can't refuse. Um, and as I have a look at the market there, um, it was um, it was Bletchley Park that was favourite at two twenty five ahead of Galactic uh, ahead of Bell Catherine at four eighty and five fifty for Galactic Star. Then you got Can't Refuse and Van Hero both at eight dollars. So. Um, a really competitive village kid sprint this year over the uh, the 1730 metres. That's race number five on the card tonight. But let's go to the break. Let's hear Brecken Sky from last week being victorious on the final night of the year. Babyface Adder running on him. Bracken Sky is putting in a big run, followed by Blue Blazer coming around the turn. Yes, he's a ladies' man. Kick back the inside, but Bracken Sky is coming with a monstrous run out wide. Babyface Adder can't go with it, and Bracken Sky has sped to the front and drawn clear from Babyface Adder, Patrick the Piranha, and Blue Blazer. And Bracken Sky comes home to win it well. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Radiant Amber the inside, then came Miley's Desire, and further back, Just Make Mine Diamonds coming off the back. Here's the favourite letting loose now. So it's same place, same time, and also moving up strongly now, Sun Beach Party. They come after Millwood Gucci the inside, Mini Mine yet running on, and then came our amazing Grace, a massive price. Sun Beach Party has swept to the lead in the straight, though, and got away from them, led by five metres down the outside, running home gamely on the outside is Mini Mine yet, but Sun Beach Party is clear, Mini Mine yet, same place same time and some beach party comes away for a brilliant win from mini mine yet isn't she going great gun some beach party the mayor she's burst onto the scene morts and uh, she's sweeping all before her she has and it was a, a, a masterful classic g hall drive yeah. i mean would have been a few anxious moments there for punters but with the master on board managed to uh, get her out and yeah she's just in career best form and we know the mayors they can hold their form so yeah. Uh, see how she uh, goes tonight. Yeah, and we get a look at that, um, get that look. market in just a moment with Tab Touch. But this segment is brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Our man was on last week, Ross Fitzgerald, and what an interview! He's, yeah, it was a great interview. He's uh, had his, had a good career, right. and he's certainly enjoying um, his time as a as an owner in harness racing. Yep. Really enjoying that. He's got a good stable of um, of horses as well. Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work. Seven hundred and thirty stockists nationwide, and. They're the best boots. Tell you, tell you who who wears the steel blue boots besides us. I was going to say, apart from you, Rads. Yeah. Besides us, the I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here <laughs> team, <laughs> which I know you're a big fan of. Yes, you never miss <laughs> Grant Denya and the team. They're all in the steel blue boots on Channel Ten. 
every weeknight. Channel 10, I'll have to <laughs> uh, you get, He's in everything, Ross, isn't he? You get, yes, he is. <laughs> yes. He is. All right, let's have a look at race number seven. This is the Retrovision Phillies and Mares Pace, and we like backing winners in the Retrovision. Absolutely. Uh, sponsored races. This is over the 21.30 metres, and then as we have a look at the tab touch fixed odds, we have Susie's Gem at 51, Waltzing with Sierra at $10, Delightful reaction at 34. Millwood Gucci, a little bit of support. 20s into 15. Uh, Queen Shenandoah for Chris Folk. 9.50 into 6.50. Tiffany Rose, $5 and steady. The favourite. We just heard for her win last week, Sun Beach Party. Uh, 2.40 into $1.80. So a bit of a move for her. And Viva D'Amour, who's been going great guns at the moment. Um, drawn awkwardly, though, from the outside of the front line in Barrier 8 at $6. Bomber, we, we saw last week and we heard just then some beach party and she was very good. G Hall Jr. get the drive again. Can you get the job done? I think she can. She's, she's a super mare, this. Uh, really looking forward to and her and uh, Bow Catherine meet. But uh, I think Tiffany Rose is the leader tonight. She'll follow across. Junior will just control from the chair. Um, you know, Tiffany Rose is a, a mare that really needs to pinch that quarter or maybe even two. And I think Junior will just uh, ensure this is run quick enough to uh, allow him to to not have her with any petrol in the tank at the end and uh, and make it hard for those from the back. I'm, I'm super keen. She just dictates the race once he gets to the breeze and I think she'll be winning for sure. Agree 100%, Bomber. She's just going to be too good. And like I said, Junior will just control that race. So what's our staking plan in... Race seven, number seven, Sun Beach Party. She's our second biggest go for the night. We're having three units. Three units on Sun Beach Party. So uh, into uh, the dollar eighty-five. So I'm suggesting she could start closer to twos on. I'm tipping by the time Very we close. get to by the time we get to start time. So yeah, we'll be I'll betting be betting early with Tab Touch with uh, Sun Beach Party there. And the final race we're going to have a look at um, tonight yeah. is the Allwood Stud Farm uh, over the uh, twenty-one thirty metres. And uh, as we have a look at the tab touch market, Val Bon, $1.95 into $1.80, drawn one. Jillaby Jake, $13 and steady. Uh, Taseo at $71. Dominate the Dojo, 19 Max Gold at six fifty. Shadow Roll, six fifty into $5. Bad Round at 31 And the Kraken, rounding out uh, um, the market at $5. Val Bon, drawn the pole. Another one of these pole markers that's going to be short tonight, a dollar eighty. Which way are we going here, Bomber? Yeah, I wasn't sure Val Bon had hold up. Dominate the dojo, very quick beginner, and then yep. uh, generally looks mm-hmm. to take a sit. So thought uh, Val Bon could be, uh, could be buried here, and uh, hoping that's the case. I've gone with Shadow Roll. Gets a massive drop in grade here. He's been chasing home uh, Howard Hughes, Vivere de Moore, and Patrona Star at his last couple, and uh, He's got options off the gate. I imagine they'll probably go back and hope there is a bit of speed on early. And uh, we saw last week, he's, he's capable of running home in under 56 off the track. So, yeah, just look for a little bit of pressure on. Hope Valbon gets buried and uh, and he'll be steaming home at the end this horse. He's, he's a big chance at a very good price. He's an exceptional price, $5. Like you said, um, Dominate the Dojo does get out pretty quick. So, if that's the case, it could be game on. $5, great value. So, what's the what's the staking plan there, Bomber? Yeah, we'll round out with just the, the one unit there at the $5. And, uh, yeah, he's going to give us a really good sight late, I think. Yeah, that's uh, race number eight, the Allwood Stud uh, Pace and uh, Shadow Roll. In a, in a really interesting race. Sometimes those um, pole markers can go up a bit short and they're sort of well, not quite false favourites, but they're, they're definitely unders. And yep. that may be the case with Val Bond into $1.80 now on Tab Touch. Sure. So, so it's been, been well supported with no certainty that he's going to hold up from the pole. And it's on the backup from 
would have been Tuesday, Tuesday. at yep. Northern. Good winner at Northern. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty warm as well. So on the quick backup, but uh, bomber. Uh, great way to hopefully it's a great way to start uh, 2021. We ended uh, fairly well on in two, 2020 with a couple of winners, and hopefully it sounds like you're pretty confident in the middle part of the um, in the middle part of the program for us uh, here tonight. So, uh, mate, hopefully we start the, the year off well. Yeah, I think so. As you said, very confident through that middle part, and if we can uh, snag one or two of the either the early one or the late one, uh, we could be in for a big night. So. Um, He's hoping. Love when you talk like that, Bomber. That's uh, music to Rads' ears. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, excellent. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Bomber. Bomber, thank you. And uh, stay stay cool. That's <laughs> pretty hard to do in Perth today, but, uh, mate, good luck at uh, the boys' cricket, and uh, we might uh, we might see you out there tonight. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, enjoy the night if you don't catch up, and, uh, yeah, if, if not, have a great weekend regardless. Thank Bomber you, Bomber. Hill. Bomber Hill. Got great to start. man. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Pretty confident to start twenty twenty one. And all right, let's go to go to the break. We're going to start our interstate section uh, the, to round off the program. But as we go to the break, uh, you mentioned the uh, boil over in the first last week with Power Play. He actually won. Um, he won on the weekend as well in Albany. Made it uh, mm. made it two in a week. Power Play. He started uh, a dollar eighteen. <laughs> a little bit shorter down there compared to what he was on Gloucester Park on Friday night. But let's let's hear him finishing over the top of a very gallant El Daytona. Letting go with a run as well, but El Casanova is racing after El, Dona, El Daytona, who got the better of Finvara. On the outside, the good life. Talk up as Storms had to sustain a long run, but it's still coming. Around the turn, El Daytona trying to respond. It's been a massive run. It's just in front. On the outside, El Casanova. The good life as well. El Daytona and El Ca- on the outside, El Casanova coming at it. El Daytona, El Casanova. Power play is going to beat them all. Power play from nowhere. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. 27-7, Pacifico Dream, 5 metres. Major Jody, then Sanday, Miragon, and Kowalski analysis, but into the straight. It's Pacifico Dream, 6 metres in front. It got away now on Major Jody, then Kowalski analysis, but it's all Pacifico Dream, and Pacifico Dream's racing away. The favourite's too good. Pacifico Dream won it by 10. Yeah, Pacifico Dream, he was uh, very good for Kate and Andy Gath in, um, uh, to finish off the year in Victoria uh, in, this, in the Super Size uh, over there. And a uh, great way, great night apparently at uh, Milton as well um, to end the year, uh, and, New Year's Eve. And what a great year it's been for Andy Gath as well. Uh, 151 wins and 193 places and almost... Over $1.8 million. It's uh, been a great year. We're about to chat to Andy in just a moment, but this segment brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving's better in a Bayswater Mazda, uh, Bayswater Mazda corner of Guildford and Garrett Road. So I drove past there the other day, Morts. The cars are looking good. They've got a great selection. They certainly have. Your man, Anthony. Anthony out there at uh, Bayswater Mazda. Go and see the boys, the CX30, the 3, the 5, the 7. Take your choice. They are just a beautiful car to drive, Rads. Yep, they certainly are. All right, it gives us a great pleasure to um, 
to start 2020 off with a big special guest uh, from uh, Melbourne and uh, Andy Gaff. Uh, mate, welcome to uh, Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 here in Perth. And, uh, mate, congratulations on, on such a, a big season last year and, and was capped off with a, with a great win of Pacifico Dream on uh, last Thursday night. No, thanks a lot, guys. No, it was a good season, even though I was being overshadowed by my wife by winning the <laughs> winning the Metro Premiership and winning about 50 more races more than me, but um, no, it's all good. Yeah, she's uh, she's certainly driving well, Kate, and 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 not not only just driving your horses, but obviously got a great association with um, you know the the probably the biggest stable in in Victoria with the the Emma Stewart camp. Yeah, no, she has. You know, she's been fortunate to get a lot of good drives throughout the season. You know, on their horses, they you know they're one of the best trainers in Australia. So when you're driving for them, um, you know, getting the great opportunity of you know driving a lot more winners, and especially. Uh, Feature race winners as well. Yeah, uh, th- let's go back a week and Jeezy was impressive. Pacifico Dream um, uh, really put him away, you know, very early, and, and he was he was a dominant winner of, of the three year old Colts and Gildings final last Thursday night. Yeah, no, going head into the race, you know, there's no doubt we thought he was the best horse in the race, but he didn't have a great draw, and you know, he probably had to do it tough to win it, and which he did. He wasn't good enough to get the the lead off my own stable mate but um no that's the way it goes that's racing the let they're doing their best and yeah they no, deserve to win a big one he you know he's had a pretty good season he's won a couple of derby heats in new south Wales derby heat and a victorian derby heat when when emma trained him and um you know he's won a couple of big feature races at melton throughout the throughout the season and you know drew 13 in the British crown final which you know was probably the best one in the race even though he couldn't finish top three his performance is really good so to get a group one on the Good one went on the board with him. Uh, you know, it was quite pleasing and it was quite dominant display by him. Yeah. How, how was the Melton meeting last week? It looked like, uh, obviously, there's there's still issue with, you know, around COVID and all that, but it seemed like a, a great way to end the year for, for you guys with the, the movement of a few of your races and, and end with a, a big night of, you know, all group ones with those um, Super Series finals. How, how did you how did you see the night? Yeah, no, had a great feel to the meeting. Uh, obviously, um you know, for nine months we've been going with no crowds whatsoever, so it's quite boring for us. We're probably sick of us participants, probably sick of looking at each other too. You know, we just um, yeah. yeah. But to actually um, to have twelve group ones on one night, and most of the owners were there, and just to see them experience the thrill of winning a group one, um, you know, it's just great to be on course to experience that. And again, you just like to see people at the happiest moments of their lives, and you know, winning group one races is a lot for a lot of people. A lot of owners put a lot of money into the sport and it's good to see them get rewarded you know winning group one races and even though the crowd was capped it you know felt like there was a lot more than the thousand that were there actually so um yeah it was good to have crowds back and have that feeling of you know atmosphere again at a meeting yeah how did you find 2020 because obviously there's a, a lot different for you guys in victoria than it was for us over here we we pretty much continued racing although we did go down to to three tracks but but we weren't regionalized how how was how the regionalization for for you guys yeah, obviously, we're fortunate that, you know, apart from a couple of meetings, we did race throughout, but the regional regions train, change time to time. Um, you know, there's a time now I can race at Melton, even though it was my closest track, but I just lived on the, you know, the border of my properties rather than Metropolitan Melbourne, so I become regional Victoria, so I wasn't going to race there. Um, so, um, but again, you know, it was great by everyone to keep it going throughout the regional racing, just sort of going forward, didn't know what to do with the young horses coming through or when their races were going to be on and when a lot of our big races were going to be on for juveniles. So it's a little bit guessing on knowing when to bring them back into work, when to tip them out or whatever. So, but, um, yeah, you know, we all got through it and hopefully um, we're starting to come out through that and, and of it a lot better now. 
So, so was it was it actually where your stable was based? Because uh, I know um, Johnny Caldo, his his actual stable's in Melton, but he lives next to you, doesn't he? And, yeah, he does. He, yeah, he, 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 he was cons- yeah, so but he was considered obviously to race at Milton, and and you you weren't. So that, that must have been no, a, bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a strange predicament there. <laughs> it, it, it was um, again, but you know that's where the line in the map is, and that's what yeah. you guys to go by. But yeah, it was where, where your horses are based and where your stable was, was where you live. So um, again, you know, I don't know yeah. how long it was about six weeks I've been race there. No, I didn't trial any for six weeks. <laughs> but that's when you're attracted to races first start. But it's a little bit frustrating, but. Again, yeah. um, again, we were fortunate that we kept racing. So, yeah, that's that's the main thing, isn't it? And congratulations on what was a great season. Uh, as we said earlier, 151 wins, 193 places, and over 1.7 million dollars. So, it's a great uh, it's a great season. You've got some. You've got two in at uh, Melton tonight, and then you've got uh, some in at uh, Bendigo tomorrow night, including McLovin in the Alderbaran Park Maori Mile. What's your what's your best um, what's your best chance over the next couple of nights, uh, Andy? Yeah, I I probably say um, oh, probably McLovin, uh, even though he's in a Group One race and his best two chances are drawn inside him, but he's just sort of really in the zone at the moment. He, he he's such a strong horse. Um, every time he draws the front row, he, he always sort of seems to run top three, and every time you think he's beat, he just sort of rises to the occasion again. Um, you know, it won't be any easy task. But um, you know, you know, his uh, short course form's really good. He sort of excels over the short course for whatever reason. But um, yeah, I think you know, you know, been pretty tough to beat, even though his main dangers are drawn inside him. And a couple tonight have got some hope, but um, yeah, they're probably only place hopes. Ragnar and Thumbs Up's drawn pretty bad, and probably another horse I got in tomorrow night, Star of Memphis. He's probably in a suitable race that you know, sort of not sure how he's going to map in the race, but I think he um, he'd be pretty hard to beat. Geez, you've had a, a great run with the Trotters, haven't you? <laughs> the last the last couple of years. Yeah, and no, I have. And actually, it was only yesterday for whatever reason I just looked up, and you said I won one point seven million, but a million dollars of that earnings come from the Trotters. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I just passed a million at the end of the season. Um, you know, with the Trotters, uh, and again, uh, Norm Jenkins bought one probably three or four years ago. Never owned a Trotter before. And, you know, we bought a Trotter and used all that one one from fifty. And he said, Why am I buying this? I said, oh, it's character building owner owning a trotter, and of course, my KD muscles that probably won a hundred thousand within twelve months, and it sort of set the ball rolling. And after that, come Clover Mac, and then not too long after that was Tornado Valley. So yeah. we sort of kept buying them, and yeah, most of them have been you know great buys for him, and been able to win big races and earn good money along the way. So um, yeah, you know, so um, got another one that we just recently bought. This one, two from two, have horse will travel. He seems to be a nice up and coming horse as well. So uh, hopefully, he's the next one coming through. Yeah. Majestioso scratched. Um, is he okay or? Um, yeah, yeah, he's just a little. Probably raced a little bit below par on Saturday night, and he pulled up. He seemed to us okay, and worked him on Wednesday, and wasn't 100 percent comfortable in his gait, so I got the bed out, and yeah, sort of mildly lame in a near side hock. So he's had treatment for that, and yeah, we'll just sort of um, look after him, and yeah, sort of you know we have to see him for a couple of weeks race wise, and you know. Hopefully, have a lead up run going into the Great Southern Star, but I'm sure he'll bounce back from his underpower run there on Saturday. Andy, thanks for taking our time to chat to us and uh, mate, good luck uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks. Not a problem, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Andy Gath, uh, one of the great trainers in Australia, and geez, he's having a great run with the Trotters. Morts, uh, time to go, but before we do, your girl, Karen Manning, 
within four wins of 4,000. Uh, within one? Oh, no, I think it's been revised. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it's a couple. But anyway, we'll, we'll uh, that we won't, see if we can get Keza on. That, oh, that won't take uh, that won't take Keza very long no. to, uh, to get that. But uh, great show as always, Rads. Yeah. Excellent show. Hopefully we've found a few winners to start off 2020. What's thanks for your time, and thanks for everyone for listening. Until next week, it's bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91